Minnesota Wild will try to salvage a three-game homestand tonight when they play host to the Edmonton Oilers at 8 o'clock. Note the special puck drop time of 8 p.m. at XL Energy Center. Thanks for joining me. This is the Wild Minute with Troy. The Wild, 2-2-1, two, two, and one, play host to the Connor McDavidless Edmonton Oilers. McDavid came up injured, I think, two games ago. He's going to be out at least another week or two. Certainly isn't in the lineup tonight. And that is good news for the Wild, although Edmonton still has a high-octane lineup. And the Wild, after five games, is in no position to take any team lightly. We know that for sure. The Wild coming off a 5-4 overtime loss Saturday night to Columbus. Prior to that, starting the three-game homestand by getting blown out at the end by the LA Kings 7-3. So the Wild are 2-2-1 and struggling to find their identity. Earlier today in the skate around, Dean Evason was asked about what the team needs to do to clean things up, and and he confessed that, quite honestly, um, this is almost the identical same team it was a year ago. And yes, they got off to a slow start a year ago. That was more goaltending than anything else. This time it's more defense. Um what has Everson a little perplexed is these guys all know what they need to do. They know how to play a good structured defensive system for the wild. They just haven't so far um, against Toronto when they got blown out seven, four up in Canada last, uh, last week, they were in that game till about 12 minutes left. And then they just, their defense broke. Two games later, kind of the same thing against the Kings. They came back a couple times from deficits, but then at the end, they just fell apart. And I think what you're seeing more off, what you're seeing um, from this team right now is what we've talked about Sunday and we'll continue to talk about throughout the season. There's just no depth. There's no room for error. So when a Spurgeon and a Boldy are hurt, that's going to really stress the lineup. So what did the Wild do? Well, uh, yesterday they sent Sammy Walker back down to Des Moines. Not a big surprise. Um, what we saw in a small sample here, and then going back to last year, Walker excels with Boldy. He, you take Boldy off that second line and Walker appears to just be another guy. So they sent him down because he, he, it does no good to have him on the fourth line. So he's back down to Des Moines. The Wild recalled Vinny Latiri. He's a veteran who's bounced back and forth on several lineups, played for the Rangers. Lou Danny's grandson, so certainly Lou will be in attendance tonight to watch his grandson play. But Latiri draws into that third line with Duhame and Dewar and will um, play fourth line action tonight. The other lines stay mainly the same from the last couple games. Kaprizov, Hartman, Zuccarello, of course. Eric Sinek, he'll be anchoring uh, Johansson. He'll be centering Johansson and Pat Maroon on the second line. I'm just going to say this. It's a pleasant surprise that Maroon's a playmaker, and I put that in air quotes, which you can't see on a podcast. But the reality is if Patty Maroon is going to be on the second line, if if Patty Maroon is going to be a top six forward for the Minnesota Wild, on most nights, that's not a good sign. This guy's a bottom bottom six forward on a good team. He's on the fourth line, which is where he started. But take Boldy out of that lineup. They need someone to, to be a playmaker. And to Pat's credit, he's he's been much more than just uh, you know Ryan Reeves skating around, being a physical presence. He's actually gotten some assists and made some plays. So in a short span, the Wild can get away with this, but 
don't delude yourselves into thinking Maroon's a top six or even a top nine forward if the Wild are going to succeed. I neglected to mention the third line. Rossi will still be centering that line with Moose on one side and Frederick, Frederick Goudreau on the other. Uh, we'll, I'll be a broken record. I'll continue to say it. But at some point, I want to see Rossi get a shot with Zuccarello and Kaprizov, especially since they've gotten off to a kind of a whole-hum start through five games. But for now, the lineup will stay uh, pretty much the same. What we have seen through the first five games, though, is in-game switches. Uh, I don't know if he's cha- if uh, Dean Evison is channeling his uh, inner Bruce Boudreaux. Uh, Evison usually just rides lines out, but uh, he started to deal in some of these recent games in the second and third periods. So we'll see if if anything shifts around, and, and especially keep an eye on number 23, Rossi, and see if he flip-flops with Hartman at some point soon. Uh, the Wild also recalled defenseman Damon Hunt yesterday. Uh, Johnny Merrill missed practice yesterday. Um, I think it was more of a flu or some type of illness, not an injury. Merrill did skate around in the morning skate today, so he will be playing Damon Hunt, um, barring any some late development this afternoon. Damon Hunt will be in the press box as a healthy scratch. The D will continue. The D core will continue to rotate and mix and match. So to give you pairings, might not even be accurate right now, but... We did notice the last game, Brodine and Faber were paired together for much of it. Uh, they had break, broken them up in previous games. Uh, so that would leave Middleton and Addison together and Mervis and Merrill together. And it's just going to be hold on tight until the captain gets back. And, and while Boldy, uh, the good news on the injury front, Boldy is skating. So is Spurgey. But the, uh, when the Wild hit the road tonight, Boldy will be going with the team, which is good. This is a three-game road trip, so expect to see Boldy play at some point on the road trip, either probably the second game Friday night at Washington or more likely the Sunday game, the third game of the road trip at New Jersey. So that's a good sign. Still haven't gotten an update on Spurgey, so we would expect him uh, at best to play when they return home a week from, from this Sunday. So we'll keep an eye on that. He's already missed five games. He misses tonight is six. The road trip is three more, so that's nine. When he originally got hurt, we guessed it would be about a 10-game injury. So we're starting to get to that time where hopefully Spurgeon will be coming back. Small sample, five games out of 82. It's hard to cast a lot of judgments. But, the again, the one thing that's coming true is the Wild can ill afford injuries because they just don't have the roster room of the salary cap room to uh, have other players that can step into that role, which is why you're going to see Latiris and the Sammy Walkers and the Damon Hunts and the Dakota Mermises coming up rather than some some of the higher-end talent like the Carson Lamboses and players like that. So again, Wild tonight, drop the puck at 8. All 32 teams in the NHL are playing. Kind of a neat um, frozen feast or whatever they're calling it. It's going to be a great day. They've already started. They dropped the puck about 10 minutes ago, five, five o'clock central. And every 15 minutes, the rest of the night, they'll be dropping the puck somewhere. So kind of a neat experiment and to, to generate a little more excitement. And we'll see if, uh, if that gets momentum when they do this again. So kudos to the NHL for actually trying to do something like that and, uh, being creative with that. This is your Wild Minute with Troy. Follow me on on Instagram, Wild Minute Troy. If you have a question, email me, 
with Troy at gmail.com, and we'll answer that in a future podcast. We keep it short. We know you're busy. We'll set you up. We'll tear it down afterwards. Keep coming back. You can find me on Apple. You can find me on podcast. We're with the wild. We're with you every step of the way, hopefully into the playoffs for yet another year, but that's a long ways away. Hopefully tonight, the wild can at least salvage one win out of this three-game homestand against Edmonton. We'll talk to you.